Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. So often we avoid things. We deny the things that are happening within us. We keep ourselves busy, constantly doing things, starting different projects. Like this overall busyness, which is a big trend in our society. So with EFT, you actually take a moment to lean back and acknowledge, oh my God, I am feeling scared. Like I am feeling so worried. And as soon as you acknowledge it and say it out loud and you say to yourself, and I still love myself, like I still accept myself, even though I'm processing this, even this itself helps you like, like I can relax, I can let this go. And then you are tapping obviously on different acupressure points, you know? So it's based a little bit in Chinese medicine and energy psychology. So the sentences you say is more the energy psychology piece And the tapping on all the different points on your face and the upper part of your body comes from Chinese medicine and you are relaxing your nervous system. So you are actually teaching your body that it's safe to feel all of this. And I still got this, like I am strong enough to actually face all of that and I can process it and choose to believe in something different. Welcome to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Universal Grace is a dose of personal development and spiritual truth to help you become the best and greatest version of yourself. I share real talks with global game changers, thought leaders, and high-performance experts in this raw and unfiltered transformational podcast. I know that we're all capable of becoming the very best version of ourselves. We just need to remember who we are and believe that we are worthy and deserving of an extraordinary life. I am here to awaken you to your infinite potential and inspire you to unlock your inner greatness and live your best life. You ready? Let's get started. Welcome back to Universal Grace. I am your host, Nadine Grace. Our guest today, her name is Stepanka Koralova. She's a clinical hypnotherapist and woman's guide who works with clients from all around the world and helps them reclaim their power, confidence, and inner glow. She specializes in helping her clients overcome fears, insecurities, and anxiety that hold them back from following their desires and feeling magnetic. She believes in bridging science, practical tools, and mindset principles with spirituality, the perfect blend for a modern-day woman who desires to have it all while staying true and connected to herself. Stepanka is a qualified clinical hypnotherapist, emotional freedom technique and neurolinguistic programming practitioner, and angelic Reiki healer. 
I had such an amazing time with Stepanka. I felt very safe in her space. I was able to open up to her <laughs> and share some personal information, some personal experiences that I'm currently going through in my um, healing journey. And, you know, she's just a breath of fresh air. She shared so many wonderful tools that she's using to help her clients um, to move to the next level of their lives to, to heal. And, you know, I just learned so much from her. And I just, I hope that you will be able to learn as much as I did as well and use some of the tools that she shared in your whole healing journey. So let's jump right in. Welcome, Stepanka. Am I pronouncing your name correctly? Hello, Nadine. Yes, you are. Thank you so much for having me. I cannot wait to chat to you. <laughs> I know, me too. We were just chatting right before we got on. We hit the record and we chat for like 15 minutes. And I, you know, shared some personal things with you because I feel so safe, so safe in your in your space. And I cannot wait to hear your your story, which you started to share of why you became um a, a clinical hypnotherapist. So what is your story? Why did you choose this path? Thank you so much for asking. And honestly, like I already know this is going to be an incredible episode and I cannot wait to share it with everyone. <laughs> so thank you for asking. You know what? Like I always knew I'm here to help other people. And it might sound crazy, but even as a child, I had a deeper knowing, like I should become a therapist or a healer. And I didn't really know what it would look like. So um, when I was at grammar school and, you know, graduating from there, looking at what kind of universities I would like to go to, like psychology stood out. But my imposter syndrome was just taking over so much, I didn't even apply. I just believed I'm not good enough for any of it. I'm not smart enough to go there. I looked at the entry requirements and um, and I'm just like, I can't do this. You know, I'm not, I'm not good enough for this. I'll never be able to fit in with all those smart, more intelligent students. And mind you, I mostly had A's, you know, at school, at grammar school, but like my insecurities were ruling my life. So I ended up, um, applying for a different university for um for another subject that I enjoyed but it wasn't the thing I enjoyed like you know so I just settled I settled for something perhaps easier in my own way and I ended up studying German language and linguistics at university so I studied literature uh, languages and most of my subjects were actually in German and during that first year at university, like I experienced such a massive awakening. Mm -hmm. As soon as I arrived to my new student accommodation and started going to uni, like again, the imposter syndrome showed up. But it was huge. I would wake up every single morning with fever. I would have stomach problems. I would feel sick every single day. And if you imagine a first year university student in, in their first couple of weeks, they usually socialize, they go out, um, they go to parties even, yes. and they meet other students, right? I wasn't able to do any of that. I was literally in my bed, sweating struggling to go to classes and I really thought something wrong with me um my 
flatmates were worried about me. My family was worried like, oh my God, you've had this sickness for such a long time. Like I couldn't hold any food in my stomach. I would be just sick constantly. It was scary. So I remember just going to various different doctors. My GP, my general practitioner referred me to specialists because he said, yeah, this could be something serious. I can't believe you've been sick so often and, you know, every single day. And and I went through so many different medical examinations and the result was that there was nothing wrong with me. I was in perfect health. And I felt so confused. I'm like, but who is going to give me the answer? Like what's going on with me, with my body? Like, like you, you were looking, desperate. sorry, you were looking for a reason to, yeah. so you can get an excuse to say, okay, so, so something is wrong with me. That's why I'm, yeah. I'm acting like this. Yes. Sorry. I Absolutely. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm glad you mentioned that because that is true. I was constantly looking for the answers outside of myself. And, you know, while I believe it's important to go to see doctors when there is something wrong with us, like, but there was nothing wrong with me. So I remember my GP, my general practitioner, he said, you know, Stepanka, I received all those results back. Like you are in perfect health. Like, there is no physical reason why you should be experiencing all of this. And then he said, do you think it could be the nerves? <laughs> That's what he called it. He didn't call it anxiety. He said, do you think it could be the nerves? Do you feel like you are nervous because you are at a new university in a new environment? And I'm like, no, definitely not. Like, you know, I'm confident. I've got it. <laughs> I've got it all worked out. And then when I got home, I was, I was thinking about it. Like, could it be that I'm just like really stressed out? And I kept asking myself this question over and over again. And part of my university course, I had to attend sport classes. Even though I was studying languages and literature, I had to, it was mandatory for all students to attend at least one sport class every week and there was a huge selection so I remember just being in my in my bedroom going on my laptop and signing up logging in to the university portal and I was going through all these different sport classes and I'm like what do I do I don't you know I'm not huge on sports I'm more into books than you know doing different things and then I saw I still remember till this day like there was swimming I'm like well you know, I quite enjoy swimming. I can just swim for an hour. That's all right. I'm going to have a good time. So I clicked. I moved my mouse and I clicked on swimming Wednesday evening. I still remember it was Wednesday evening, even though it's years ago now. Uh, but this evening, yeah, I'll, I'll always remember this evening. So I clicked on it and all of a sudden, like the whole screen went black. And I'm like, oh, what's going on? Do I need to plug in my laptop? Like, maybe it needs battery or what's going on so I turned it back on and I logged back in and I'm doing the same thing just going through all the sport classes and I'm like where is it so I again Wednesday evening swimming some clicking on it the same thing happened and I'm like what's going on this is spooky like I'm having goosebumps on my hand on my arms like is someone messing with me so I did the same thing again. I turned it back on. I locked into the server. And all of a sudden, it says, your sport class has been booked. And I'm like, what? What have I booked? So I, I go on. And there is a yoga class 
a Wednesday morning, nine o'clock. And I'm like, oh, well, maybe I clicked on something else. Maybe it's playing up. Something is broken. I don't know. But it's already booked. Like, I'll just leave it. So I went to this uh, Wednesday morning yoga class. And, and this is where I met my first spiritual teacher. So I sat down on my yoga mat and we did a beautiful practice. And at the end of the session, the teacher, the yoga instructor says, um, I've got something special today for all of you here because it's our first class. I actually have this hypnosis recording for you. And it's a beautiful deep relaxation. And I felt this would be the perfect thing for you to work with at the start of a new year. So I lie down on my back and three minutes in, Nadine, I knew this is something I need to explore. I was blown away by how I felt in my body. I've never felt more present. I can't describe it. Like I was aware of how my toes feel, how my calves feel. I was so deeply in my body and it, it always it was almost like otherworldly experience. It's really hard to explain it, but it felt so good. And I was like, can it feel so good to be in my body? I never knew. Yeah. <laughs> so at the end of the class, I'm like heading to speak to this teacher. And I'm like, where do I get this recording? It's so good. And she referred me to different places and I remember just downloading all of those recordings into my laptop and phone and and I would practice them twice a day within a week all of those health problems health problems it's actually psychosomatic health problems disappear it was that quick and she became my friend actually I started attending her private classes and learned more about spirituality meditation hypnosis and we are still in touch till this day this woman changed my life and I'm like that's what I want to be doing I don't want to be studying German language literature and the whole year while I was at this university studying subjects I didn't want to study in the first place I was just reading a book after book and I was just researching different teachers modalities and ways of how I can become a teacher myself and it took me years (laughs) before I actually got to clinical hypnosis and qualifying but this is where my journey started and this was my very first experience of hypnosis wow what an incredibly beautiful story isn't that something we go through difficulties and challenges in life in order for us to heal from it and then help others to heal as well because it's the reason why you were you know being you were um you know self-sabotaging and and feeling nervous and and feeling like you were having a nervous breakdown and stressing yourself out and you know and and all those different symptoms you were going through because you went through that because you were meant to help others who are going through that same thing. So what do you think happened? What do you think happened? Like, what did the hypnotherapy, the hypno, the, the hypnosis that you listened to, what do you think it did to your body or to your mm-hmm. mind to bring you to a state of um, intense awareness and being present mm-hmm. in your body? So I believe that actually what was going on is that I was constantly in 
fight or flight response. Mm. My nervous system was stressed out. I was constantly feeling tense, uh, but I wasn't aware of it because I was just ignoring all of those signs. I didn't really know much about what what anxiety could look like. And I feel like perhaps back then the awareness wasn't as big as it is now. Um, so I believe that just switching off, dropping back from my head into my body was that blissed out experience I had back then on the yoga mat. You know, just like we spend so much time in our heads up here, but when we drop back into the body, it can be such a beautiful and healing experience. Um, so all of a sudden, like those anxious thoughts were easier to manage. I wasn't in a constant flight or fight or flight response. I was able to guide myself through breath, through visualization, through progressive relaxation in my body. And it just felt amazing. And I also like spiritually, I like I had this deep sense of remembering, like this is what I am meant to be doing as well. Even though I didn't have the answers, I didn't know how to get to where I am now, like that feeling that like, oh my God, I am meant to be doing this was always there. I like that. So in that moment, you discovered your purpose. And I, I always say that, you know, when you're meant to um, walk down a certain path or you know what you're meant for, you're meant to do, you know, you're calling when it, it's, a, it's a knowing and it's, and it feels good. It feels good. You can't quite um, explain why you know it. You just know that this is the path that you're, because you were taking courses that you were miserable with. <laughs> you didn't want to take them. You just did it because that was the norm. Go to school, get a college degree, you know, you know, being domesticated and doing what the masses do, getting a college degree and going to school and, you know, then finding a good job. You know, we were all domesticated to do that but we weren't taught to find, to listen to our heart for a calling. And you, you listened to your heart because it felt good. And you went down that path of, okay, so if I'm able to, if that session was able to help me in such a short time, then I'm sure it can help others as well. And this is what you're, you're doing now. You're helping women to overcome fear and stress and self-sabotage. And so what does your day look like? What is a typical day? Um, in your in your feel looks like with your your hypnotherapy I love this question you know when I go on the podcast I never get asked this question so it gets me really excited <laughs> so to be honest I have flexible schedule because I work from home I see my clients only via zoom I work with clients from all around the world and I usually take some time out in the morning to be mindful to do something for myself and it doesn't look like your typical morning routine because I do like flexibility I simply feel into like what is it that I need today what is it that my body needs today so I usually make myself a cup of something so I am bake on herbs or herbal infusion so I might make myself a cup of nettle tea or a rosemary tea or a cup of cacao which I actually drank just before our call because I felt it was going to be such a special call so I'm like I want to feel good yes. <laughs> so I start with a nice warming 
cup of something and I sit down in my meditation spot and I grab my journal and I usually have a series of questions I ask myself you know what is it that's real for me right now and um, what is my plan for today what's my vision and I tune into my intentions and based on what I feel I might do emotional freedom technique which is tapping you know so I might do a round of tapping which I did this morning other times I might do a breath work practice meditation or hypnosis and if I feel like there is stagnant energy in my body I will go for an embodiment technique such as body shaking meditation a little bit of dance movement you know just really move the energy through my body and then I usually see a couple of clients in the morning in the afternoon and and do different things in between see my own mentors I I'm like you, like before we started recording, we spoke about how you are taking certifications. I'm the same. <laughs> so I'm usually doing like a few at the same time. <laughs> so I, I'm usually like checking in with where I am at and I like to go for a walk as well. Otherwise, you know, it gets too much to be in the same room in your mm. home every single day, not seeing people face to face. So yeah, I will... Okay sometimes go to work to a cafe just to change the environment and I also live by the ocean so I like to go for a walk along the cliffs and get fresh air and you know <laughs> immerse myself in nature so my yeah. work day usually looks like this but it differs like for example Fridays I work later in the evening because I have clients from you know different time zones and that's where usually I see clients who need late evening appointments for me um and I actually work on weekends but I take Tuesdays and Wednesdays or these are my days of when I unplug and I'm on social media and just have a good time um yeah so this is it nothing too special I love it but- yes <laughs> I love how you you mention um emotional freedom technique EFT I started yeah. doing that a couple of years ago and I allowed my small mind to talk me out of it to say, oh, it's not doing anything. You just tap in. What, what is that doing? Would you mind going deep, diving deep into tapping? What is it? How does it help us to overcome fears and um, stuck energy and, and clear um, limiting beliefs that are holding us back? Yeah. You know what? I was very skeptical when it comes to tapping. Um, however, it's a technique that I have been familiar with for such a long time and way before I ever actually even qualified in it, I had been using it for years just for myself. And then I'm like, oh my God, it's such a powerful technique. I would love to qualify and use it with my clients as well. So I would love to share with you how I came across it. I had this big phobia around something and it would be giving me nightmares, like a big, big phobia. Um, It was a snake phobia and I wouldn't be, I wouldn't even touch a picture of a snake. So if I saw a photo of a snake in a magazine, in a book, like I would have to close it. That's how big it was. I, and to touch that picture, I couldn't do that. It was so scary for me. And I I had a traumatic experience with a snake as a child. And I believe that's where this came from. Um, 
but it would give me nightmares as well. So I would have different dreams about it. And yeah, it was going on for years. And then I remember my dad actually introduced me to an EFT practitioner and he arranged a session for me. He paid for it. I was probably 17 back then. So my dad was and is quite awake. And he, he said, look, I believe this could be really good. And I'm like, oh my God, this woman wants me to tap on my face and repeat things after her. Like, I'm like, she's out of her mind, you know, yes. 17 years old, right? Yes, yes. But I gave it a go and I saw the results, you know, quite quickly after a couple of sessions. And then I didn't do anything with EFT for years. Then I came back to it in my early 20s when I was suffering with gynecological problems and a lot of pain due to cysts I had on my ovaries and again really helped me so I kept going back to the same practitioner for years and it it I just every time I saw results and I actually find that sometimes it can be harder to do it by yourself because because of that mind chatter yes because you know Yes, that's that's what happened to me when I I found a really good YouTube channel of someone who teaches it very well, but it just felt it just didn't make sense to my small mind and I allowed my small mind to talk me out of it. But um I feel like it's calling me back now that, that I'm more into my awakening and yeah. more into my spiritual growth. Um I'm understanding now that, you know, it does work. It's just that I need to um get my small mind out of the way and trust the process <clears throat> excuse me yeah and you know what is actually really helpful you know when when I saw this practitioner for the first time she you know she's amazing but she never explained to me what it does you know why is it good like how come it works because to me it looked like a weird thing just me tapping on my face and saying certain things but when someone actually explains it to you properly and they share the science behind it and they share why it works and how good it is then you're like oh my god yeah it makes sense and then your mind you know the logical the reasoning mind that likes to come up with arguments why it cannot be that easy and so on is convinced and I do the same with hypnotherapy with any other modality I work with I make sure that my clients understand Yes. Not because I, I I know they trust me, but I also like their logical mind to feel safe yes. and to feel understood and to have all the facts they need to have to feel safe, to lean back and to actually receive that support. Yes. So with EFT in particular, it is about acknowledging your emotions. And I'm actually huge on emotions. I teach emotional intelligence for women, emotional alchemy. And I find that EFT is a great tool to do many, you know, many of those things. So you are acknowledging what is happening because so often we avoid things. You know, we deny the things that are happening within us. We keep ourselves busy, constantly doing things, starting different projects like this overall busyness, which is a big trend in our society. So with EFT, you actually take a moment to lean back and acknowledge, oh my God, I am feeling scared. Like I am feeling so worried. And as soon as you acknowledge it and say it out loud and you say to yourself, and I still love myself, like I still accept myself, even though I'm processing this, even this itself helps. You're like, like I can relax, I can let this go. And then you are tapping, obviously, on 
different acupressure points, you know? So it's based a little bit in Chinese medicine and energy psychology. So the sentences you say, it's more the energy psychology piece. And the tapping on all the different points on your face and the upper part of your body comes from Chinese medicine and you are relaxing your nervous system. So you are actually teaching your body that it's safe to feel all of this. And I still have got this, like I am strong enough to actually face all of that and I can process it and choose to believe in something different. Have I, I answered that. your question? Yes, that was very beautiful. I love the way you explain it in how we bury ourselves in work because we don't want to feel. <laughs> yeah. I know um, I can speak from, from, um, from experience. That's something that I did and still do. And uh, as I was talking to you earlier that I'm, I'm going through my, a different phase of my healing journey now that I'm glad that it started um, at the beginning of the year. So I can, you know, I can be there for my, for my inner child and, and, and heal whatever traumas and mm-hmm. um, issues that is going on. But we, we all, a lot of people don't realize that we are literally hiding away from our feelings. We don't want to feel, we don't want to feel the, the trauma and the pain of whatever we encountered as children. We all have inner child wounds. Not one person is, you know, is excluded from that. We're, we all have inner children that we, that, that needs to be tend to. And if we don't tend to it, to those inner children, then it finds its way to come. And (laughs) I don't want to say haunts us, but it, it it comes out, it comes out and it, and if we don't heal it, then, you know, we suffer. And um, I love how you just break that down in, in really, um, facing our, our, our emotions. They're our emotions, but we stuff them away because we were trained and conditioned that only happy emotion and joyful emotion is, 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 um, is okay. It's not okay to feel sad. It's not okay to cry. It's not okay to feel shameful. It's not okay to feel embarrassed. You know, I don't want people to know that I'm, in sh- I'm shy. And I'm- we were trained to, to push those under the rug and only be fake and show the fakeness and be fake. Oh, I'm happy. Even though we're not, Oh, I'm, I'm confident. Even though we're not, we weren't trained to be real, to show our emotions and to, and to let them come up and just, and let them go. And a lot of, most of the world right now is dealing with st- emotions that we, we pack and stack away. And then it, when we're left alone to be by ourselves and be in the present moment, that's when it all comes up. And that's what I'm dealing with right now. I'm going, like I, I explained to you right before I got on that I'm going through my healing journey right now. It's a different phase of my journey that I didn't expect to show up. I thought I healed that part of it, but you know, truthfully I was in denial. And, um, and now I'm, 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 I'm forced. I don't want to say forced. Cause we always, we always have a choice. I'm choosing to face my emotions. I'm choosing to heal. And, um, you know how they say, when you heal, you heal the other people around you as well. Cause most of the times when we're, when we're placing blames on other people and we're blaming and we're doing this and we're doing that, we need to take a good look at ourselves. It's coming from us. We're the one who's, who, who are embodying all those emotions and pain that we're inflicting on others. So I love how you, you really talked about EFT and tapping it out and letting us telling yourself that, okay, even though I feel shameful right now, even though I feel embarrassed, even though I feel like I'm not enough, I still love you. 
I still love you in telling yourself the truth that we are enough. You know, you're, there's nothing in this world that can take away from your enoughness. You were born enough and you will always be enough. So I, I believe that this, you're the second guest this week who spoke about EFT. And I think it's a message to me to go back into it and to, um, to, to start doing it on myself again, because Lord knows I need it. So thank you so much for bringing that up. <clears throat> Excuse me. So what have you seen in your clients in terms of, um, you know, just, just them not getting to their full potential? What do you think is holding your clients back and other people from stepping into their purpose and really just, just being that best version that they have, that we all want to be? What do you think is stopping them? Hmm. To be honest, with my clients in particular, I often see imposter syndrome playing up a lot. Mm. You know, not really believing that I've got what it takes to receive this from the universe. Perhaps I'm not good enough. I need to deserve it. Like I'm not worthy right now. Like I need to work really hard to deserve this and to receive this. It cannot come easily to me. Like I need to proper earn it. Like I often see that being a really big block. And, you know, imposter syndrome thinking like, oh my God, like I cannot be doing this work because I'm not perfect. You know, perfectionism can be a huge thing that is holding the women I work with a lot. So I would say that's like one big fill that I support my clients with, with hypnosis, EFT, coaching, energy healing, and so on. And neuro-linguistic programming, which you and I spoke about as well. And then I really dive into the emotional world and healing as well you know because there are I call them emotional codes you know coding programs beliefs that we have taken on growing up and I can see them play up in my clients so I dive a lot into all the emotional codes that can be holding us back and how do I rewire those codes like how do I get to choose the codes I want to be working with the codes I want to be embodying and I really believe like I love everything you said a minute ago I thought oh my god you know everything Nadine is saying that like golden gems like so many things and I agree with you that actually we all have a choice you know we we are so powerful we are sovereign beings and we always have a choice so I usually trust and believe that just a client saying yes to me, for example, and working with me and saying yes to themselves, essentially, is a huge step for them. It's just like, I'm opening up to receiving help. I'm opening up to receiving healing, and I'm choosing to shift things for myself. And and like my, my favorite, my signature program that I run a couple of times a year is Emotional Alchemy for Women. You know, really learning to heal those emotions and making it okay like you said like in our society we are being told like the messages we receive is like it's okay to be happy that's what we want to see we don't want you see we don't want to see you cry or um feel ashamed and actually that's what's what creates the shame isn't it so i always say like all emotions are beautiful like they are just messages and the more you push them away, the louder they become. And I don't know how about you, Nadine. I would love to hear um, hear actually about your experience. But when I first started learning about things such as the law of attraction or manifestation, I 
go to that feeling like, oh my God, I need to have it. I need to be happy 24 seven. I need to be high vibe. I need to be like bouncing up and down oh every gosh, single yes. day <laughs> in order to manifest the life I desire, right? And then I completely disconnected from the fact that I am also a human being with wounds, with feelings, with emotions. And that was a huge disconnect for me in the whole, you know, attract what you desire thing. I'm like, I need to think positively. I cannot, I can't cry. Like I should be happy. If I cry, maybe I'll attract more reasons to cry, (laughs) you know? And that's when emotional alchemy was so healing. And I learned that actually it's okay to not feel happy all of the times. I can still be powerful. I can still be so powerful even when I'm upset. Like my energy can be. I love that. I love that so much because if I'm to be honest, I, <laughs> I learned about law of attraction back in 2013 and mm-hmm. um, not that long ago compared to a lot of people, but it, I, when I first learned about it, I was like, oh my gosh, you're trying to tell me that all these years that I've been alive, I've been co-creating with the, with God, with the universe. And I just got really obsessed with it. <clears throat> Excuse me. And like you said, every five minutes I was checking myself, like, am I happy? What am I thinking about now? Oh my gosh. If I, if I, if I feel sad, then I'm not going to be able to manifest this. And it started to drive me nuts because Mm -hmm. it's not possible. It's not humanly possible to walk around 24, seven, seven days a week, 24 hours a day with happy emotions, right? We're spiritual being, but we're having a human experience and the human experience comes with everything it comes with sadness and happiness joy feeling pissed at yourself or pissed at others it's just it's the experience and a lot of we were conditioned that it wasn't you know it's it's not okay or it's not I guess you know in today's society and even when I was growing up you see someone looking sad you're like okay so what's wrong with you like it's not okay like it's okay to be sad like now when I see my son looking upset or he's mad I'm like I told him yesterday, I'm like, Jordan, it's okay to express your emotions. I love you either way. It's okay to be sad. It's okay to be happy. It's, it's okay to show your emotions. Don't stuff them in. If you're happy, you're happy. If you're sad, show it. But we weren't conditioned and to, to show our emotions. And that's what a lot of people are dealing with. And I'm sure you, like you said, you see that a lot in your clients of people just not believing that they are worthy. That's something that I dealt with for a long time and still dealing with. I, this is, I just don't wake up every morning and feel worthy. I tell myself that I'm worthy. I tell myself that I'm enough. I remind myself that, you know, I'm an an expression of the divine and, and I'm perfect in every single solitary way because God is God. I'm an expression of God. So how can I not be perfect? So I, I remind myself that on a daily basis and remind myself that I'm worthy because I dealt with that for a long time. I don't, oh, I need to work really hard to get this one thing because I'm not worthy to get it yet. And I, and I need to, you know, lose weight so this person can accept me and I need my hair needs to look right so I can look acceptable those were the, those were the, 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 the emotions that I was embodying for most of my life and, and being fake about it and, and pretending to be confident and pretending like everything is okay when it was not. And that's, if you look at the the world right now, the world is very materialistic. 
the world was conditioned and molded into believing that they are their degrees, they are their house, they are their cars, they are their money in the bank, and they identify with those labels and completely losing facts. And I was one of them too, losing fact of who we are and realizing that I took a course yesterday on money and um, it was so powerful because the, the instructor was like, name all the things that money represent to you. And I wrote it down, freedom, success, um, power, um, just all those things that I wrote down. And he says, okay, so if money represent all those things to you, and money's outside of us, then you're trying to say that all those things that you just named, freedom, power, success, um, you know, wealth, all those things that you just named, or you're trying to say those things are outside of you as well. So if you have no money, then you don't feel free. You don't feel powerful. You don't feel wealthy. You don't feel successful. And I wrote all of those down and I was like, oh my gosh, you know, wow. we are we're, we're searching for, for things that are already inside of us. And, you know, it all boils down to the emotions that we're embodying, feeling like we're not enough. So what you're doing, Stepanka, is so powerful in removing emotional blocks and removing those fears and those lies and those limiting beliefs, because they're all lies, removing yes. those lies. So women can step into their power, realizing that we're already embodying everything that we're looking for everything that we're searching for is already inside of us but we weren't taught that but it is our responsibility to say enough is enough and do the necessary work to to heal ourselves so thank you so much this was such an interesting conversation i have a, a youtube channel and i am being called to do youtube lives to do lives every I, I'm thinking on Sunday, would you be up to coming on one of my lives to talk about oh, what you do? Absolutely. I like, I feel like I could talk to you for hours. <laughs> so I would love that. <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. So yes, I'm not sure how long we've been talking to, but I talking right. I try to keep it below 45 minutes, but thank you. This was such a powerful conversation because, you know, I, I believe that once we, once the world wake up to to who we are, to who, to the power that's within them and, and, and refuse to, to, to live a mediocre life, refuse to accept mediocrity, then, you know, until we stop doing that, until we stop accepting the lies that have been told to us, then we will continue to, to play small and continue to bury ourselves. So it's so important. I love what you're doing in healing the world and healing, healing ourselves, healing each other to step into their greatness. So um, if our clients, if our listeners wanted to reach out to you, how would they find you? So you can find me on Facebook. I have got a free Facebook community called New Earth Women. And I'm also on Instagram at New Earth Woman. And if you want to check out the things I've got going on on my website, there is also plenty of free resources. It's hypnocoaching.me. So that's where you will find everything. And feel free to reach out. Like if you enjoyed this episode, please let me and Nadina know. We will be so excited to hear from you. Awesome. And you have a podcast as well, do you? Yes, the Inner Glow podcast. 
the inner glow podcast. So yes. Yeah, so what I will do is I will put all your information in the, sh- in the show notes and should, you know, any of our listeners want to reach out to you, then um, they can find your information. So thank you so much for being here, Stepanka. I look forward to expanding our relationship and having you mm-hmm. in my, my channel, my YouTube channel and spreading awareness, spreading the message that we all, we all are capable of stepping into our, to the greatest version of ourselves. We just need to, you know, to heal what's no longer serving us. So thank you so, 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 so much. Oh, thank you, Nadine. This has been so beautiful. I I love talking to you. You you are such a wonderful soul and I can feel your energy and light expand as we talk. So thank you for having me. Thank Thank you for listening to Universal Grace Podcast and being part of this amazing community. I consider each episode part of a lifelong conversation of you and I hanging out and helping each other rise to the top. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. So I'll see you on the next episode. But in the meantime, remember to head on over to universalgracepodcast.com and get some extra special resources that you won't find anywhere else. Thanks for listening and let love guide you.